Welcome to the IC Disc Show. Interviews with business owners, industry leaders, and tax experts sharing how the IC Disc can benefit your bottom line profits. Check out the show notes at icdiscshow.com. This show is brought to you by the IC Disc Alliance. Discover how the premier IC Disc consulting firms support you at icdisc.com. And by your podcast team, where having your own podcast is as easy as being a guest on ours. Find out more at yourpodcast.team. Now, here's your host, Dave Spray. Welcome to Cloudlandia. Well, well, well. Welcome to Cloudlandia. The reunion special. Yeah, yes. And absent, absence keenly experienced. (laughs) That's true. Uh, two weeks. Yes. Two weeks that we uh, two yes. weeks in a row we worked together, and now here we are. Here we are. Yes. How has and your where we? Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah, we were the Chinese sensors are just uh, checking out our line. Is that what it was? Okay. Can you hear just, me? Okay. Just to make sure. Just to make sure, yeah. I was reading yeah, yesterday. Exactly. This is a, you know, a very fast-changing world. So some Chinese students have experimented and actually created garments which make you invisible to surveillance cameras. Unbelievable! I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Harry well, Potter, the invisibility, the invisibility cloak. Yeah, and so during the day, it distorts so they can't see who it actually is during daylight hours. And during nighttime, they can't pick up their heat. They can't pick up their infrared image. So Wow. Just shows you, just shows you all the breakthroughs with Moore's law that Newton's law still rules supreme. Newton's third law is for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. Uh huh. Try to surveil anyone, and somebody will figure out how to go invisible. Counter surveillance. If it's good enough for stealth bombers, we can figure out how to stealth uh, stealth humans. Stealth humans. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got something new for you that I think you might want to check out. Okay, I like all. This is why I uh, love these conversations. And there are three of them within probably 40 minutes of where you are situated. Okay. okay. So, and I'll give you, I'll give you the GPS location. I saw this on my trip with Peter D. This is the longevity, deep dive longevity trip that Peter does yeah. uh, in August and September every year. So, one year it's on the West Coast, San Francisco and San Diego. And this year it will be on the East Coast, Boston and New York. And what he brings forward and people come and present uh, breakthroughs in, they don't use the word longevity anymore because it's just impossible to measure what they mm-hmm. do. It's regenerative medicine that. Okay, go backwards. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, go backwards, and they, the age reversal is really the goal, that you're actually okay. regenerating your cells in such a way that, that 
For example, I'm 78. I have cells that are, you know, increasing number of cells that are, when measured, peg me as a 65-year-old, in some cases, a 50-year-old, certain cells. And you can identify what these are and you can target them. Anyway, so that's the general purpose of Peter's trips. But two innovators, entrepreneurial innovators, presented some exercise equipment, which is called Osteostron. So it's two words together. They're bunched together, but the old steel, which means bone, strong and strong, they're right together. And this is the name of their gyms. So they have these gyms and they have four machines, which only require you to be on them for 10 seconds of maximum exertion. So you do one and it exercises certain parts of your body, but for only 10 seconds. And Uh then you get a score, you get a score and then you hop off. There's a coach who takes you from machine to machine. And if you're there by yourself, which we were there yesterday afternoon, I was finished all four exercises, getting on, getting off, doing the exercise, getting on, getting off four times. It took me two and a half minutes to finish this week's exercise routine. Okay. (laughs) Wow. I've been doing it for... I've been doing it for six weeks. I've had five. You go once a week for six weeks? Once a week, and they won't let you do it sooner than once a week because the okay. if you do it sooner, you interfere with the progress sure. you made last time. And and But the first one I went to, this was back in, this would be back in October, I five days after I did the first session, I suddenly regained coordination and balance that I had not experienced, I think, probably for 15 or 20 years. Wow. Okay. My sense of balance and coordination, you know, just doing normal daily things like uh-huh. up and down stairs, getting in and out of the car, um, yeah. you know, getting out of the bathtub, you know, just normal things that you do. And all of a sudden, these were smooth. They were easy. They were without effort, these mm. moves. And that's that has sustained itself and improved over the next month and a half, almost month and a half I've been going. But the Mm -hmm. other thing is... Oh, that's what happened the um, first time that you did it? That five days after it happened, I regained all this balance and it's gotten better. It's gotten better. And the other thing is that I feel stronger. And so what it does, the four exercises together have the combined effect of feigning and coordinating and integrating your bones, your muscles, your ligaments, and your cartilage so you're operating as a single system again. And, and yep, so pretty cool. Wow. I mean, that's, that's quite a statement. I mean, that's uh, from someone. How did you feel that it affected your knee? Because I know you were having knee well, uh, Well, what I discovered is that the pain was not the knee. The pain was the out-of-balance muscles that were trying to protect the knee, which Uh, were getting more and more painful. But the pain's been gone now for four weeks. I've had no pain with the knee for four weeks. Wow, that's amazing, Dan. That's awesome. Where's your 
close with yeah it's about yeah within the metropolitan area of toronto it's almost like taking a car trip to florida that's how far away it is <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> halfway to george halfway to georgetown halfway to georgetown. oh my goodness okay right, so right, it's right. up at it's at highway seven and weston road so, where we okay. have to go it's the only one in toronto so anyway uh-huh. so you know we Honestly, uh, you have one in your basement they don't allow you to have them for personal use because okay. you really do need a you really do need a trainer to make sure that you're situated at least oh, this stage of their develop at this stage of I their development okay. but i looked at celebration and then i found three of them and one of them's in lake st mary's lake st mary mm-hmm. And one's in Winter Spring, mm-hmm. and another one. It's an odd name here. Let me check it here. Tuscawilla. Tuscawilla. Hmm. Yeah. How do you spell that? Yeah. T u s k a, Willa. W i l a. Tuscawilla. Okay. Tuscawilla. Yeah. So these are all three. Not, I don't think it's winter here. Let me see. Yeah. I'm just looking at Winter Springs. That's one of them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Lake Mary. I think it's Lake Mary, not Lake St. Mary. Well, that's right over Lake by Mary. Uh, And they're all, they all sit above, or they all sit above Orlando. Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. One of them oh. is, one of them is 30 minutes and the other two are 40 minutes by car. Okay. Well, there we go. Anyway, yeah. So I thought you might. I thought you might be interested. And in just go to Osteostron in Florida. You'll get all their website information and everything. I love it. That's great. And they're all. So over, they're cool. all over the U.S. They have about 150. It's a franchise operation, and they have about they're growing 150 mm-hmm. of them in the U.S. And they're growing really quickly. And you know, in Chicago, where we're living, when we go there. It's about 20 minutes away. When we were in Scottsdale, it was about 20 minutes away. So I think in major sort of metropolitan areas, they have them. I mean, you're pretty close. But Toronto, yeah. there's just there's only two in Canada, and one of them is here in Toronto. So they haven't okay. they haven't really been ambitious up here, right? And yeah, but they're really it's. So I've had about five clients now who have gone, and they all report the same thing. They're oh, amazed at the impact. So, yeah. Well, I will report. That be, report. That should, I'll, I'll that go be and report back. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, what's their model? Is it a is the model a, is that it's all based. It's all based for a membership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we signed up for a year because we knew we were going to do it, and we met mm-hmm. the owners at on Peter's trip. We met and talked to them, and you know, they, you know, two of them, and they. You know, they explain the science behind it, and you know, yeah. we're nine and ten quick starts. We're the biggest suckers That's in right. the world. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I and like you're that. a ten. There we go. Like you, I am. You sucker, always say to if people, listen. I think I'm. I think I'm onto something. Is you've always said your mm-hmm. favorite. Clients are slow learners with money, but I think the reality is it's quick stuff. But I think they take fast action. They take fast action. They take fast action. Fast action, slow learners with lots of cash. 
<laughs> I like it. Okay, there you go. That's funny. Well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely go check that out. Yeah, and one of the things they give you when you sign up, the first one is free. They just let you check it out to see if you're yeah. interested mm-hmm. or not. And then, but if you sign up, they give you a fob that goes on your keychain. And when you come in every time, your fob has all the records of your previous visits. Okay. Yeah. And so they show you what, and they have it on a curve. They show you from exercise to exercise, how high you got. So it's, uh, Mm -hmm. you're actually lifting more that 10 seconds, like with your feet. I'm, I'm, that's the one I've done the best. It's like a thing, you know, where you push with your feet, uh, you know, it's the resistance yeah. is against the legs. And so how, I'm um, pushing are that you, yeah, how are you experiencing mm-hmm. it? Walk me through a couple of the moves and what the, do you feel like you say 10 seconds, but 10 seconds of like full exertion on something. Do you feel full exertion, like yeah, you had a workout as, as, after? Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. I mean, when you walk out of the building, you very definitely mm-hmm. feel like you've just done a workout, you know. I mean, you got a definitely in that there's an endorphin hit. Uh, mm-hmm. and, so you've had an anaerobic, you know, anaerobic load kind of your Yeah, not sore. Yeah. You feel no. the opposite of sore, but you feel you feel charged up. You feel charged yeah. up, very definitely charged okay. up, yeah. And uh, wow. you sleep. You, I notice the sl- there's a sleep impact mm. that night. So we were in Chicago. We flew from Chicago to to Pearson, and then we just mm-hmm. got our limo, and the limo took us right to the, you know, right to the studio. And so we were in there now. There, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And then we came home. Yeah. So it was really cool. But it really shows you really smart stuff, you know, using electronics, using digital. Yeah. You know, it, and, you know, one of the things, if you don't want to get totally bewildered, confused and lost in the digital world, it has to start with you knowing what you want and what you're looking for. Otherwise, you'll find everything. I agree. That's, I was, it's funny that you say it like that because I was thinking about, you know, Cloudlandia. And there's been a couple of, you know, kind of big developments over the last few weeks here that you've probably noticed the bigger presence now of these on all fronts like the AI, visual AI, where you can, you know, create descriptive art. So you just describe something and it creates these amazing, you know, things. And a lot of people are adapting their profiles now, like it creates you as in this style or this thing. So it's pretty, Mm -hmm. the level of what you can do visually is amazing. Then, yeah, and uh, so writing, writing uh, something on writing, say yeah. that. you I was go just ahead. I going to say that. Then, writing is the next level of this, where Luba was showing me one of the AI things that you can just say, it, it, she did, she said, write an article about, write about Dean Jackson's Nine More Email. And it wrote this, like, you know, few paragraphs of explaining what the nine word email is and how popular and that, you know, just based on what's out there in the internet about 
the nine word email. And she said, you know, write a marketing, you know, email in the style of Dean Jackson. And it wrote, you know, this like three point, three point thing that was, uh, I could have written it, you know, it was really impressive. And then to top it off, I went, you, you could have written. You you could have written. It. I could have. Did you write it? <laughs> That's right. Everybody's ten are waiting for the. They're waiting for the. the you know the breakthrough yeah. here. <laughs> or, but you're I mean, not telling. Uh, you're, uh, no, right, Dean. You're not telling, well, are you? The, I'm not telling. Then the, the you you know the you that, know about that you know about the capability, but you're not letting them know right. whether you're actually uh, using exactly the capability. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I've been, you know, the, I'm luckily poised for it because I've been using AI for years. You know, I call it actual intelligence, real people to do, you know, that's what who, not how. Yeah, yeah I've been using, <laughs> I've been using, yeah, yeah, I've been using network intelligence for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. In other words, other, other people do, I call that other people doing the work, you know. Yeah, right. well, that was it. you know, my work, I mean, my little books, I've got a writer, yeah. who yeah. sister brother team who take yeah. my outlines plus transcripts of my interviews with Shannon Waller and they produce four pages that sound just like Dan. So, you know, I love it. Right. And then you've got a, you've got a, you know, a mainstream author who <laughs> with Ben in Ben Hardy. That takes writes big books <laughs> with your work, which is yeah. Great. And what we do there yeah. is Ben, Ben, a lot of times. So the third one is off to the publisher, publisher. So that was about mm -hmm. three weeks ago. We went final draft, and uh, but during the time of Ben's writing it, we had, I would say, easily a dozen pretty in depth. Zoom calls where he just, you know, would ask me to go a little bit mm -hmm. deeper into my understanding. Then he would transcribe that and that. And yeah, so much smoother this time. Each of the books has been easier because he's getting feel. And the other thing is he brought in an editor this time right at the end, finishing editor mm -hmm. before he sent it, before he sent it off. And <clears throat> we went halfway, we went half dibs on him, but contributes you know, contributes to the product, so we're happy. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, one thing we're going to do this time, we're going to do it. Do you know someone by the name of Mark Lachance? The name sounds familiar. He's a, he he knows you. I mean, he's been present sure. when yeah, you were speaking. Familiar. Yeah, I started with Coach 10 Times Program. I think, uh, I think actually he started in Signature probably mm -hmm. 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, and he, w I think he was a sports agent at that time, okay. and he had two brothers who were longtime players in the National Hockey League, and okay. and so, and he was, <laughs> he said, I was the brother who couldn't skate and couldn't shoot, so he said I uh -oh. became a sports agent, and but sometime in the interim, he was in program, he was out of the program, and during his out years, he got involved with digital, and then he 
now has a 300-person TikTok company creating TikTok TikTok pieces for people. Fascinating. And wow. I'll, I'll talk about that, but I have decided to go into the TikTok world. And okay. since I'm so, somewhat aware of world affairs, there's a very good chance that TikTok will not be available in the United States within next 12 months, I would say. Uh, you know, and uh, they've already banned it, and nobody with a government phone can use it. Now, some of the states are banning it, so it's you oh, know, really? it's wow. on its way. But but Amazon and YouTube already have the replacement service. So <laughs> when I when he suggested that I might do this, I said, "Do you have a plan B?" <laughs> and he said, "All right, yes, yeah, I've got a plan B." And a plan C, he says. But he said, YouTube's already got it worked out with shorts. Yeah, you know. YouTube shorts and Instagram YouTube shorts. stories yeah. and Facebook Reels. There's lots of distribution yeah. for that short content. Yeah, a lot of, I love that. Short content. Yeah. Anyway, well, the, yeah. So, so anyway, that kind of tell. I mean, just because we're in, when you go into Cloudlandia on one subject, you can bring up any other subject because they're all connected I agree. to each other. I agree with that's, you. That's why I cut off your very good explanation of your AI writing software. But now you can go back oh, but here's, to it. This was the best. Yes. Okay. So here's the other is the next thing is I went to a website called character.ai where you can have conversations with different characters. So you can have a chat with Plato or Socrates or Elon Musk or anybody. They've got a whole list of them. And it or will Dean Jackson. You know Yeah. That's so there you're getting ahead of me. But that's where I was going. But it was interesting. I had a nice little chat with Socrates and I suggested so you select Socrates as the person you want to chat with or the character you want to chat with and it pops up a little chat window and it says socrates i was a greek philosopher from athens was born in 470 bc i'm the founder of western philosophy state an opinion and we'll use the socratic method to test its validity mm -hmm. so i said to socrates what do people mean when they say imagine if you applied yourself <laughs> and socrates <laughs> <laughs> and Socrates replied, Dan, like, I hope you're sitting down because this is just like, it's amazing. If someone says, imagine if you applied yourself, they could mean a few things. First, they might mean that you're not living up to your potential. They might also mean that you're capable of great things, but that you're not putting in enough effort to achieve them. Finally, they might mean that they believe in you and that you have the ability to accomplish great things if you apply yourself. In any case, it's usually an expression of encouragement and support. To which I said, is there a difference between yourself, one word, and yourself, two words? Socrates <laughs> replied, yes, there is a difference. Yourself is your individual soul or personal identity. What makes you? Yourself, one word, is the physical body that houses your soul. While you can sometimes use the terms interchangeably, it's important to remember that yourself 
is your true identity and who you are at your core, while yourself, one word, is the physical vessel that allows your soul to interact with the material world. It gets better, Dan. I said, then myself include my unique skills and relationships? And he said, yes, yourself can include your unique skills and relationships. In fact, these are often some of the most important aspects of who you are as a person. For example, your unique skills and talents are something that set you apart from others and help you contribute to society in a way that is unique to you. And your relationships with loved ones are some of the most important connections you'll ever have in your life. So in many ways, your skills and relationships are what make yourself truly unique. I mean, Dan, just, I mean, have you ever had that level of a conversation with a real person? I mean, that rivals the conversations that you and I have in real life. It is. And we're ch- it and is. chatting. I feel like I've really gotten some wisdom from Socrates. I said, do you think I should write a book about this idea? Socrates said, yes, I think you should write a book about this idea. The world needs more books that explore the nature of identity and self. If you were to write a book on this topic, it could help elevate conversations around these issues and promote better understanding of what it means to be a person. Additionally, I believe that writing is an invaluable tool for self-reflection and personal development. By writing about your experiences and insights, you can gain a deeper understanding of who you are and what motivates you. I mean, what an amazing conversation. Like that just I mean, my if you mind. put your entire if you put your entire primary and secondary school years together, you never in all the conversations you had with your teachers, they didn't reach that level of insight. And this, but the fact that this is based on the known writings of Socrates, right? Like I'm imagining that an AI has digested everything that Socrates ever wrote. And I would bet, Dan, that if we were to take the transcript of every podcast I've been on, every I Love Marketing, every More Cheese, Less Whiskers, every Joy of Procrastination, Cloudlandia, all of the recorded, digitized you know, words that have come out of my mouth at some point, I bet there is a multiple more words that I've that have been captured from me than were ever captured from Socrates. So well, first of all, as a, just as an insight, Socrates never wrote anything. We only know Socrates because okay. of Plato. And mm-hmm. there was another philosopher who also put words in Socrates' mouth or had Socrates words that he put in writing so the letters you know he didn't write anything and right and jesus did not write anything you know i mean that's all right 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 he spoke yeah yeah so yeah so anyway but it's yeah who was it i have this marvelous lawyer from london yair cohen and he deals with internet crimes and where uh, the typical one would be pornography where 
someone unknowingly has done something foolish that uh, shows up as porn, uh, the uh-huh. internet, and then their reputation is threatened for their entire life because uh-huh. it's out there and it's been captured. You know, usually teenage years or some, you know, some uh-huh. some unfortunate combination of sex and alcohol <laughs> shows right. up as yeah. uh, shows shows up as video, and he gets it off. He gets it off, and you know, and 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 what he does, he puts case study. He advertises through state case studies on on his, on his internet. He puts so and so had this problem and this thing, and we did this and this. So people just go down and they hit their case study, which applies to them, and they give them a phone call, and then he and his team go to work. But he was talking about the the ability to have a case study where he talks about his work and, you know, the skill that his law firm has, and he writes that up, but then he puts it into an AI program, and the AI program finds all the legal precedents that back up what he's doing. And I'll right. write a little term paper for a term paper for him. Yeah. I mean, this is, so you just see like now the, the convergence of all of these AI, all of these AI things now, like I've seen, you know, synesthesia or synthesia, it's called that will create. Could you, could you just send video. me the, the links to the three that you've mentioned? I will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Syria is really eager. She just came on. She said, I'm not sure I understand. And, you know, Siri, that's the way it's going to stay. You are not going to uh-huh. understand anything because you can't hear uh-huh. Dean. And I can't. <laughs> so, go. so Siri, go. Siri, you always interrupt at the worst possible moment and you contribute to absolutely nothing. So go away. I've had about enough of it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but she's always clueless. She only says something when she's clueless, which is not a good recommendation. Uba and I watched, we watched the movie Her again yesterday. Mm-hmm. It came out about mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Do you remember that with Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, it was really interesting to watch it 10 years later based on this. Because it reminded what? us what's actually happening now, because that was just like a glimpse of the future. And it's so, you know, wow. <laughs> like you just think about Dean, now just for that, uh, just for the benefit really of, just for the benefit of our listeners, welcome to Cloud Land. And so that we don't seem that we're just hoarding this all for ourselves. Why don't you just give the three links? You had the Visual oh, one, yeah, you okay. had the writing one, yeah, and then so you the have the interaction. Yeah, so the visual one is, so one is character.ai is where we did the, I chatted with. Socrates. Uh-huh. And then the other one, I think it's called adapt.ai. Yeah. Is, is the other one with the, with the. I think that's the visual one. And then I'm sorry, but I don't know the written one. I don't know the one about the writing. Luba was showing me on her computer, so I'll have to get it. And then we can continue on about it. And yeah, yeah. 
but that's I well, what's your that he also did Socrates also explained that it was good that you didn't apply yourself before you had a conversation with him. Well, I, the big unlock for me was, and I've been sharing with you that I suspected that was my unlock was the space between your and self, the separating of mm-hmm. yourself, right? Because when people are shaking their finger at you saying, imagine if you applied yourself, like pointing the thing like that you could, you should be doing better kind of thing. They're referring to you, you doing the work, like buckling down and, you know, doing it. And then, but when you separate it from to your and yourself, you know, it really shows the distinction. And I was looking for an acronym for self that I think I'm pretty happy with the way it's shaping out here, that if we include, if self includes a bubble that contains your sphere, meaning the people that you know, your, these Mm -hmm. are the things that you can apply. If it counts that you can apply your sphere, that opens it up to Unaha, that can apply your energy. That's where the things that you're personally going to do in the achievement of whatever it is you're looking to do. You can apply leadership in just guiding the people who and their energy that you're going to do. And it's for finance that you can finance. You can use, if you can use people and money and direction, that's leadership. If you can use people and money and leadership to multiple, it's like having the super suit on your capacity to execute, putting yourself in that bubble that expands to include all Mm -hmm. of those resources that you have. So it's not just your energy that you have. That's what, that's when yourself, they're talking about you, you self-contained, you doing the thing Mm -hmm. to be done. But if you put yourself in that bubble, that's expansive and can, if you have a bigger sphere, that's better. If you've got bigger finances, that's better. If you know that you can apply the ever growing resources that you have to accomplish ever bigger things because your energy is only going to be limited to, you know, you take this little core thing of your energy is your time and attention in real time. That's only ever, there's no leverage in that unless you leverage it through your sphere, leadership and finances. Yeah. Money, people and guidance, you know? So it's very interesting. Uh, yeah. You'll really want to tend 10 times and free zone in January because I've really made okay. a fundamental breakthrough uh, with intellectual property. So, so we've started a collaboration with Keegan Caldwell, who you know. Yeah. And, and so we officially started in June in the sense that I started recommending that strategic coach clients start in and start using Keegan's process to turn their unidentified intellectual property into patents. Okay. And, and Keegan Inc. Magazine just came out with an article on him on Tuesday, this latest issue of Inc. Magazine, which wasn't directly about his, wasn't directly about his, you know, his, fast patent process, which I think is probably the fastest 
anywhere in the world. But it was really about the fact that he does pro bono work for prisoners in prisons mm. who have intellectual property. And what he does is he gets all their information and then pro bono gets patents for them so that they have a financial platform to work with when they get out of prison. Okay. Wow, that's amazing. Did you yeah. introduce and him to the reason uh, was, uh, The reason was he's had intimate experience. Okay. So the art is not a secret because it's in Inc. magazine, but you can look it up yourself. But the thing was, so what I put out here, I said, I'd like you to take the company that you're current with right now, because some people have previous companies where they have several companies, but the one that would be most important to them to, to increase the value of. And so I used Coach, you know, because Coach, you know, I've been a single company entrepreneur, you know, there's just been uh-huh. one company. And right. we used our total income, so that's receivables, just basically receivables for 33 years. And there's a total number, in our case, I don't mind letting people know this, but it was $550 million. So, so mm-hmm. since 1989, that's been our receivables. And the goal now is to identify the intellectual property your unique intellectual property that made it possible to achieve that amount of money in 33 years, and then have as your goal now to identify and legalize, actually have, you know, your intellectual property, actually have it certified by the government as, you know, in the first instance, just trademarks and copyrights, which is an easy thing that you can do online. Now you can get a You can get both of them, you know, for a couple hundred dollars and make use of the Patent Bureau's new interpretation of what a patent is, which has changed in the last five years and changed in the sense that five years ago, you it had to be attached to a piece of technology, but no longer has to, no longer has to. So a method like the nine if you took the nine-minute word email, the nine-word email, the nine-word email, uh-huh. and actually, and you attached all the thinking about it and all the strategies that go along with it, and the complete system of using them, you know, the sending them out and then responding to them, and then everything like that, that would be interpreted as a complete patent today. That would be wow, um, yeah, and and so the. And you have a lot already. You have a lot already in print on it and everything like that. So I would just, you know, if it hasn't been, I would just send it out and send it in as a copyright and a trademark for a couple hundred dollars. But that's not where the real value, the value is that it's a patent. Okay. And patents are the nuclear, the nuclear weapons. They're the nukes of the intellectual property world. Anyway, Uh so... So anyway, I went through an exercise with people. I said, just calculate your total receivables. And I said, 80% will be good enough for the exercise. And you'll get so much excitement out of what I'm going to show you that you'll go back and get the real numbers, you know, the actual numbers. And and and, and mine, I, actually, I just guessed, and it was 550, but it was actually 558. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <You> oh, <know>. close. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's uh, you know, that's rain, weird. Rain so, man. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah definitely yeah, five fifty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, five fifty. You know, there are there or about. Anyway, I so then I showed that our goal now, and we started in Keegan's process a week ago. We started Friday of the week before last, and he came. He and his team came to Toronto, and we had everything that we've done, and we had eighteen hundred copyrights, and we had two hundred trademarks. That's you know, that's legal stuff. And then we have a couple of patents, strategy circles of patent, the, you know, the wind streak app that we have on Apple, that's a patent. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a couple others, you know, there's a couple others. But the whole thing is that we're not going to start the process of translating all these copyrights and trademarks with the new ruling from the Patent Bureau. We probably have about 100 patents right off the bat without creating anything new. Okay, uh-huh. and then that has a value. On average, they have a, a granted patent. When you get it, the average value of that is about four hundred thousand dollars, straight up, from uh-huh. the brokerage. So there's patent brokers, and they have a now they have sort of a what would you call it? It's like a standard and poor Moody's or a sort of assessment that the average cost of a granted patent can go anywhere from. Two hundred thousand dollars to, or you know, two hundred thousand, yeah, up to one point five million on a granted patent, mm-hmm. and so, but the average is around four, four hundred and ten, four hundred and twenty, and then that is assessed, and that goes right in your books. That is a granted new asset for your company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, I mean that. So this is really, but it's yeah. Paper, so here's the thing about value, I guess, here's right? the thing about it. Here's the thing mm-hmm. about it. You want to create a separate company that is your IP company. So you have your operating company, and mm-hmm. then you have your IP company, and you have a royalty agreement, you know, or a licensing agreement between your operating company and your patent company. You pay them one dollar a year, and you get to use. All your IP, if you can swing yeah. that. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, if you can swing one dollar for it, to lend it to yourself, yeah. or uh, you can license it to yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I would lend it. I would lend it. For, I would lend it from one Dean Jackson to the other Jackson, Dean Jackson. Uh huh. That's the right. One who takes the loan pays it back to the. One who gave it to him. That's how I would handle that. You can pull that off, can't you? Yeah, I bet I could. I'm on good terms. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so that'd be granting a loan from your to self. (laughs) Yeah. I like. So anyway, anyway. So the goal now is in. Because we're creating the program with Keegan. This is a new alternative programming coach, like the Lifetime Extender. So this starts right. in March. But just so far, he's had 100 people sign up since June with him. And 500 patents have been generated that are in the works, or some of them have been achieved. And right. the total assessed total assessed values of those patents are three billion. Wow, that's something. 
And then no, you I mean, there's some big players. Them. There's there's some yeah. big players, and they're like like our friend Howard Getson and that is, you mm-hmm. know his artificial intelligence. So he's got some big, there's big ones. But yeah. but Keegan said when I hit someone who's very creative and has been very creative, and they've been making their money for 15 or 20 years and have been well paid, you know, for that. When they approach me, they say. Do you think I have any intellectual property that can be taken <laughs> and I and uh, that can be actually processed this way? And he says, he says, well, how much do you think you have? How much do you think you have? Just off the top. Well, I've got this and I've got that and I've got this, maybe that. And he says, well, I can't promise you this. I can't promise you. I can't promise you this. But he says, I've actually help people, 500 people kind of like you, and they underestimated by 97% how much AIP they actually have. Right. Yeah, this is, I mean, it's fascinating, right? Well, it's a new economy. I mean, you were telling me the new new economy, yeah, but then the, you know, you wonder about that's of you know, that value is a tricky thing, right? Like to say, who else would that have that level of value to? Like if you're saying the average patent is worth 400,000 book value of your business, perhaps, but what yeah. the, well, here's the thing, still has though, to be. Here's the thing. You've got uh, decades and decades of experiences in the housing mm-hmm. market, okay, yeah. where you have an yeah. appraisal for a house. That doesn't yeah. mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that somebody's going to write you a check for that today. Right. Yeah. It simply means that it's in the neighborhood that your house kind of looks like, and it's in the neighborhood where other people have paid this much for a house. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's still the negotiation that has to take on right. between a, mm-hmm. Owner and you know seller and buyer and then yeah yeah you know, skilled professor. The world of IP has reached that same status now. Yeah, it's pretty. It's fascinating. I can't wait to read that. Do you know why? why? Do you know why? Because no. of Cloudlandia. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, I mean that's. Um, I'm excited to read the article now. I think my, I think I just saw that my Inc. magazine arrived. I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah, and he's the IP lawyer with the, in the black hoodie. Yeah, right. So, so you oh no, see I the met him. Yeah, I met him sort of in free zone. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah where I've seen him. So very interesting. This is. So we're creating I mean, the program. We're mm-hmm. creating the program for people who just want to test out the idea without actually writing Keegan a lot of checks right off the bat to get something started. And Keegan yeah. and I are going to coach the program. So it's going to be a Zoom program. It starts in mm-hmm. March. And, and it's for anybody who's active in coach. So anybody mm-hmm. from first first workshop of signature till the furthest out workshop of free zone is eligible for the program. But what we're going to do, and this is entirely new knowledge, I mean, because 
the way it got triggered was that I had Keegan on a podcast with Steve Crying. And, you know, we have the, you know, the, <clears throat> you know, Free Zone Frontier podcast, podcast. And, you know, I write up a little fast filter for Steve and for, for the guest, in this case, Keegan. And I say, you know, this is the best result this is the worst result. And these are five things that I think would be really cool if we covered them. And yeah. we're going to do one podcast. We did three podcasts right next to each other. It's about two hours. And it's on video. So you can see on my eyes and Steve's eyes and our mouth kind of dropped open and our eyes went really wide as he talked about this entirely new approach to intellectual property that he that he has pioneered and mm. and so and but what I noticed two things one it was just what he did but he didn't really have a unique process for it okay so I after the podcast I went through my notes and I put down you've got a five step unique process on how you do this so when Keegan came in about two weeks later to his 10 times workshop, which was followed the next day by his free zone workshop, and I says, Keegan, he walked in, he sat down, and I says, Keegan, 11 o'clock, you're going to go to the front of the room, and you and I are going to have a discussion about your unique process, your unique process, and how you turn unidentified wisdom and creativity into actual asset values. And he says, well, I, do, right. I don't have a unique process. I says, I did it for you. Uh -oh. <laughs> I did it for you. So I, I had it up on the screen. And he talked for an hour before lunch. Then he talked during lunch, you know, with people. And then he came out, talked after lunch. And not that day, but the next day at the end of two uh, at the end of the second day, 35 people had called and signed up to start his process. That's great. I love to hear things like that. So those podcasts mm -hmm. are up, up right now? Yeah, they'll be on your... We have a podcast portal, you know, and you can yeah. go to that. Yeah. But it's Free Zone Frontier. And that would okay, be... great. Uh, yeah. Keegan Caldwell, Yeah. All so, right. so anyway, the reason why I think this is so important is Keegan said to most of the folks that they only know about 3% of what's valuable. But in your case, Dean, I would say, you know, 1% of what's really valuable. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I just showed you a little one because I just captured, I just took one of your kills and turned it into a book and <laughs> You know, the right. who, not it's how. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. That was one yeah. of your little ones. So, but that was for demonstration purposes only. <laughs> for motivation to get me to apply myself. It was instructional. Yeah. Well, to encourage yeah. you or yeah. to, or no, to possibly, or to possibly show with a little bit of effort, What's with a little possible. bit of application. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know. So anyway, and I think this is this is revolutionary, both what Keegan's doing, but I think it revolutionary. Well, what he dropped in his podcast, he says, you know, there's two things. He said, I want to be the 
most famous, well, the most lucrative IP firm, independent, independent IP firm in the United States. But I also want to have a coaching program so I can unlearn my lawyers after they've come out of law school or they've Mm. come from another law firm to unlearn them from everything they think they know about this. So I said, we'll do that together. He says, we'll create the program together. And oh, I'll wow. teach it in coach, and you teach it in your company. So, anyway, so this is great. Big yeah, things. yeah, but it's. I mean, but here's the thing. He showed a graph that in 1975, the S&P 500, top 500 corporations in the world, their valuation was 84% tangible assets. That would be real estate property, buildings, equipment, machinery, product inventory, 84%, and 16% was intellectual property, okay? Yeah. 2020, Standard & Poor 2020, 84% intellectual property, 16% tangible. Wow, that's great. And what's the difference? What's the difference? Cloudlandia. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's amazing. That's why, you know, I, I, years ago, I had this conversation with Evan Pagan about the, you know, this was in 2001, 2002, first when the digital things were happening. I was doing, I had, you know, stopped your divorce, worked with Evan, he created W Dating, which, you know, these are making millions of dollars. And, you know, realized we're talking about the need for a better way of anchoring, you know, currency or anchoring, like everybody's saying how, you know, a, a currency is not based on the gold standard or whatever, anchored to physical things. I said, we're moving into a new world that is completely different where you, it's alchemy is possible, where you get most of the value that's being created now is on things that are you can't touch them would never show up on a GDP. They're not uh, tangible. They're not tangible things because that was at the time Google and you know was one of the most valuable things. And you look at all the digitization of everything. I said, look at what we're doing with these books. We're basically making money selling a picture of our product. It's not you get to keep the product. We don't have to create the product. We're selling at well, full retail value a picture of the book, not the real book. You know. Well, here's the other interesting thing because we could go on for another hour, and I've got to jump to another thing right here because we've blown through this hour in record time. Oh man, this I know. hour that we've had. But is that I was talking to people about a month ago and about Elon Musk, and they say, you know. Boy, he's really burned himself this time. This buying of Twitter, he's going to get so burned on this. And I said, you know, I've learned that if you think he's playing one game, you can be sure he's playing another game. I said, that's the one thing I've learned about. Three-dimensional chess, I've heard people say. Yeah, and I said, what he realized is that the gold in Twitter is not what is being said on their platform. It's the corporate conspiracies the records of the corporate conspiracies behind the scenes that's the goal mm. okay but he starts he's done four 
little segments now, and his subscription rate has shot through the roof since he's been relieving. He's selling the dirt on Twitter. <laughs> he's oh, selling boy. Di- uh, he's selling Twitter's dirt. <laughs> so that mm. I mean, I, I'm, and and everybody knows that what's true about Twitter is true of Facebook, is true of Google, is true of you know, it's true of NBC, it's true of ABC, it's true of the New York Times, it's true of the Wall Street Journal, and that this kind of conversations that take place where they they felt confident that what they were talking about could never be publicly exposed. And he's just putting it out there, you know, he's just putting it out there, you know. Yeah, he says, isn't it awful that people are conspiring to cancel other people and to you know, disappear other people. He says they're trying to disappear other people. And he says, right. he says I don't think America. I don't think Americans like that. He says, he says, I don't think. I don't think that's a good thing. You know, and everything. You know, and uh, you know, and pretty amazing. And then he just got a, And then he just got a contract for putting up seventy five hundred more satellites. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh huh. More surveillance and everything, yeah. Amazing. But I think that the world is, yeah, it bears pondering. Yeah. One question about Socrates now was yeah. you were able to talk to Socrates because he was a listed character, or you simply put yeah. in a request for him? But he was a listed character, yeah. So he has developed and trained the Socrates AI, just like they could, I imagine, Dan create the Dan Sullivan AI as they could the Dean Jackson AI. And I think that we're seeing a glimpse with as much as we've said in all different outlets, there's lots to work with. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've got massive amounts of material. Yeah, exactly. Just even all your books, I mean, just your little book, you know, and all the recorded things of workshops and all my my podcasts. Oh yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like every they, you know, finely tuned AI would have a really good glimpse at all the, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the mind of both of us. I would love to be able to, and that's kind of the thing. Almost, one of the things that I've uh, almost about, makes you want to talk non. Almost makes me want to talk nonstop. <laughs> right, as fast. That's what I said. It's like as fast as know, I possibly can. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. It's just keep talking. <laughs> There's gold coming out of there. <laughs> they want to record everything anyway. Don't let any slip out. You know. I think it's like the Beatles, you know, I think we all write ourselves a swimming pool today. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So amazing. Well, are we... Anyway, there's going to be a chapter two of this one, I'll tell you, because I got to really ponder what you've relayed to me uh, this week. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, we're in February when we have our summit at, at the Four Seasons in Palm Beach. We're coming down about yeah. three or four days early for that because well, nice. it's, it's a free week. So I just, uh, yeah. we would definitely want to hook up and we'll come to you. We'll come to you. Okay. We'll, we'll just get a 
We'll just get a limo and drive from Palm Beach to Celebration. I love it. That'd be a fantastic. You'll let the guard know, won't you? I will. I'll let the guard know. We've got, we just got new Four Seasons Valhalla robes. <laughs> we got the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Canada. It's kind of like getting into Canada, you know. I call Canada America's biggest gated community, you know. You got to check exactly. in at the gate, you know. You, you can't bring any guns in. You got, it's best if you know somebody who lives in Canada, you know, to, yeah, to, exactly. uh, to get the, yeah. One other thing, your studio, yeah. we had a flood that wiped out our entire basement in oh Toronto. Goodness. And four feet of water from a broken city water main. Yeah, I remember in front what you saying, right. Yeah, it's toast. I mean, everything's gone. So we're thinking about creating a new studio on the first floor. You know, okay. you know at least 15 feet above water. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and would it be possible, and I'm just inquiring right now because we're putting our thoughts together, because yeah. that studio was a 35-year-old studio, you know, with yeah. all the technology. And mm-hmm. you enticed me so much with your talking about your studio in 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 your locale that whether we could talk to him and whether we could have a zoom walkthrough of what the studio looks like and talk. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, for sure. That would be, uh, that'd be great. I I tell you, I don't, you don't have to take any action on now. I'll put it together in a fast filter and I'll just send it to you that this is what we're trying to achieve. I like that. That sounds great. Yeah. All right. Well, this okay. was this was unpredict- unpredictably exciting. Yeah, it really was. Are we on for next week? Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, we're not going anywhere. So all the next okay. Sundays, and it'll be. Well, we're going to have a Christmas and New Year's one if we follow through because Christmas and New Year's are on Sunday this year. Oh, I love it. Okay, Dan, this is great. No, nothing I'd rather be doing. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love it. Well, I will, okay. I'll talk to you soon, and I'll send you those the yeah. link when I find them, too. Okay. Yeah, and if you get a chance and it's convenient for you, check out one of the osteostrons. I will. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. Have a great week. Once a week for two minutes. I can't wait. Yeah, you got to drive an hour to get there, but it's worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Bye. Bye. There we have it. Another great episode. Thanks for listening in. If you want to continue the conversation, go to icdiscshow.com. That's ic-disc show.com and we have additional information on the podcast archived episodes as well as a button to be a guest so if you'd like to be a guest go select that and fill out the information and we'd love to have you on the show so that's it we'll be back next time with another episode of the ic disc show